Hello, welcome to the Better Outcomes Show, where we explore the possibilities of a new healthcare. Each episode, we bring you a conversation with leaders across the healthcare industry, exploring topics ranging from new treatment techniques and interventions to novel service delivery methods and business models. And now your host, Rafi Salazar from Rehab U Practice Solutions, a leader in patient engagement and retention strategy. Let's explore the possibilities of a new healthcare. Well, hello again. Welcome to another episode of the Better Outcomes Show. I'm your host, Rafi Salazar from Rehab U Practice Solutions, where we fill clinics and healthcare organizations with engaged clients who value the treatment and the services that you, as a healthcare providers, provide. Um, if you want to learn more about what we do and how we do it, you can head on over to www.rehabupracticesolutions.com. That's rehab, the letter U, practicesolutions.com. Little update for everybody. Um, I know I've, I've mentioned it before that I'm working on this book project, or I've been working on this book project for the last year or so. It takes a little while longer than you initially expect when you start off on one of these projects. But... I just heard back from the publisher this week. In fact, they sent me the timeline for production and all that for the book. And I'm pleased to announce that Better Outcomes, A Guide for Humanizing Healthcare, um, that's the title of the book, Better Outcomes, A Guide for Humanizing Healthcare, will be available and on the proverbial shelves or the Amazon checkout screen. Um, at the end of this year, it'll be in the first week of October of 2022. So um, look for Better Outcomes, A Guide to Humanizing Healthcare um, in October of 2022. From the back cover, I'm going to read a, a tad bit here. So we have a problem in healthcare, obviously. Um, that problem is that in today's healthcare environment, especially in the United States, people take a backseat to the numbers in almost every aspect of healthcare service delivery. So productivity, productivity, utilization, and other business metrics rule the roost when it comes to decision-making. If it's not calculatable, spreadsheetable, or measurable, it hardly receives any attention from the healthcare managers, administrators, and ultimate decision-makers. As clinicians, we can't simply sit back and allow the dehumanization that currently runs rampant in our clinics and hospitals to continue to wreak havoc on one of the most important factors in clinical outcomes. And that's the relationship between healthcare professionals and the people or the patients that they serve. Healthcare is a great and noble profession, but it will only remain so if we as healthcare professionals return the focus to its true purpose, people, the people receiving care and the people working to deliver that care. After all, we're more than simply numbers on spreadsheets or items on a checklist. Better Outcomes, a guide for humanizing healthcare, outlines the eight changes that organizations and clinicians need to commit to in order to refocus healthcare to where it should be, the patient. This book covers topics related to truly patient-centered care. We cover biopsychosocial approach to service delivery, patient engagement, interpersonal communication, and developing long-term relationships with clients and patients. Through an exploration of both clinical research and real-life clinical examples and cases, the book outlines and supports a vision of a new healthcare where skilled, competent, and caring clinicians care for engaged patients to promote better outcomes, deliver unmatched satisfaction, 
and build meaningful and lasting relationships. So if that book sounds like something that you'd be interested in reading, you can head on over to the website, rehabupracticesolutions.com, click on the tab for books. You can sign up. We'll be doing a, a couple book giveaways as we get closer to October. And, uh, and yeah, excited to, to let that one out into the world. So what do we have on the docket this week? This week, we're taking a step back into innovation, technology, and the business of delivering healthcare services, particularly how we can use tech tools, apps, and platforms to connect uh, patients and or people and providers across the globe, specifically when it comes to traveling in a foreign country and a foreign state. So my guest this week, Jenny DeFleur, she's the co-founder and CEO of a company called Air Doctor. So she spent more than 20 years working for Intel. Uh, she shares a little bit about her her past history working for the Intel Corporation and kind of some of the microprocessors that she was working on. Um, and she was the general manager of its manufacturing facility in Israel. And before that, she had various engineering and manufacturing roles within Silicon Valley. So she comes from like the tech space. And she says that in, in the conversation that she's not really from healthcare, but she had a lot of the, the tech understanding and how do we get the logistics and apps and APIs and all those things that are like way over my head as a clinician. <laughs> um, but she helped found uh, Air Doctor, and Air Doctor is her second startup. Uh, it previously founded an electric vehicle company that was called Electrode. Um, but Air Doctor is an app that connects local clinicians to travelers across the globe. So let's say you are traveling to Italy for that wonderful romantic vacation with your special someone, and you come down with something that is, you know, messing your vacation up <laughs> instead of doing what many people do, which is, you know, they go to the hospital. They don't know what's going on. They're going to go to the hospital, get it taken care of, which can be very costly and time consuming. An app like Air Doctor connects you to a local clinician or clinic, primarily independent clinicians in your area that might speak the language that you speak, um, that has already negotiated a cash based or a private pay rate so that if you are safe in the United States going to Italy, you can pay that, get an itemized um, invoice and submit that to your insurance company for reimbursement. Or if you're you're like me, you're on a healthcare share or a health share um, platform, you just get the itemized statement and you send that into your, to your health share, right? So they try to do a lot of kind of the legwork of finding good quality clinicians, uh, connecting them to to patients in the area and and then handling all of the administrative stuff so that you can just worry about what you should be worrying about, which is your vacation, right? <laughs> so that you can, you know, if you get sick, you use the app, you find a clinician, you go in, you get a prescription, you get whatever it is, you get it taken care of, and you don't have to sit and wait forever in a, in a hospital waiting room somewhere. Um, and one of the things that she said in the interview, which was, uh, which made a lot of sense is there are tons of clinicians across the globe who might be really, really good at their job. They might be really good clinicians, top level clinicians, but they don't market to tourists, right? It's probably not worth it to them to market to tourists, um, just given the other constraints they've got in their business, but they would be just as effective, if not more effective and more cost effective for sure, than that 
tourist or that person going to to a hospital. So they really try to cut the cost of healthcare down by decreasing the number of of people that would go to an emergency room or go to a, a foreign hospital, which saves the insurance company the money, right? If they happen to be insured by a by a third party payer like a commercial insurance company, it saves the person a lot of time because they're not having to sit in a hospital and wait overnight and be admitted and you know all that kind of stuff, all that rigmarole. And it helps the the local clinician who's really good at their job keep on treating patients, right? And keep on treating people. So it's a really interesting concept. Um, Hopefully uh, you find it as interesting a topic as I did. So without further ado, here is Janie DeFleur talking about Air Doctor. Well, hey, Janie, welcome to the show. How are you? I am fine. Thank you, Rafi. Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking with you about Air Doctor and how it all works. Um, but before we dive into that, um, tell us a little about you, yourself, your work, and kind of what led you to this project. Okay, that, that is interesting because I'm not coming originally from the healthcare uh, business. I come from the semiconductors industry. Uh, I worked uh, very uh, many, many years, 21 years for Intercorporation, um, and uh, I went through a lot of different uh, positions. I ended in a very senior executive position. Um, So I was 40 years living in California working for Intel, and then I moved to Israel to start uh, a manufacturing, a new manufacturing facility in Israel, where eventually I became the general manager. It was a big operation, around um, 3,000 people. So um, I got the experience of managing big big operations with a large budget, but mostly of working international. You know, in, in at Inter you work with people yeah. from all over the world, very closely uh, with Irish people, with, with uh, people in Japan, in uh, China. Uh, so I, I had the the knowledge and the experience of being globally in my in my activities. And when I left Intel, I went, moved to the um, uh, startup world. Um, I worked for a startup first, and then I, I created a, a startup. This is my second one, uh, Air Doctor. Um, so that's about me. We are four partners um, that coming from different arenas. One of them is the one that came with the idea of Air Doctor. And maybe that that's something that can be interesting for the audience. Um, and yeah, because how did you how did you make the pivot from working in Intel to all right? I'm going to do this healthcare tech startup thing. <laughs> well, I I tell you what, you know, I always um, in my personality, I love to start things from scratch and build them, and and I'm, I am a builder by 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 character. And I did it at Intel and Intel let me do it. I, that was great for me because was, you know, working in, in many different uh, places. But um, when uh, Jan, is one of the founders, came with this idea, um, I said, how is that we don't have this uh, till now? And almost everybody, you know, said the same thing. How is that? It didn't happen before you. I mean, it's really no one else did it before. So it's very, very, because it's very obvious. It's very simple. It's very needed. Okay, so I tell you what is the... Yeah, I was about <laughs> the, to say. What we do. Okay, <laughs> I, this is the, I created the, the uh, 
opening. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> um, he was actually my partner. He was sick when he was traveling in uh, in uh, Mexico and he doesn't speak Spanish. Um, and he was sick like many of us when traveling. Suddenly uh, you are sick. It's not a major senior uh, serious things that you need to go to a hospital, but you are really in need of a doctor. He didn't know where to go. And he ended asking um, at, in the reception of the hotel and they say, OK, look, there is a hospital here and there. You can go to that hospital. So he went to the hospital. He waited for six hours um, in a place that, you know, very scary to be yeah. when you don't know the language or, you know, the culture. Um, and the doctor treat him. He didn't really understood what the doctor said or what was the, the problem. And he was very frustrated. And he said to himself, look, if I need a restaurant or if I need if I want to eat a hamburger in Mexico, that in Cancun or, or, or whatever, whatever, I just open my phone, I, I open the web and I look for a, a, a hamburger place or restaurant and I get whatever I want with, you know, with cheese, without cheese, with onion, with uh, what, and, and if I need a doctor, which is pretty basic, um, you, you cannot find because you don't know where. Now, usually you call, if you, if you have an insurance, a travel insurance, you call your uh, uh, insurance, the assistance, and they will tell you, look, mostly they work with hospitals or they tell you, go to a doctor, send the invoices and we will reimburse you. But they don't have a network. Um, I give you a, a, an example that happened to me as a, as a woman. I needed a gynecologist in Hungary. Okay. So how do I know? I'm a specialist. It's even worse because a GP, you may, yeah. someone can recommend to you. But if you need a specialist, if you need a pediatrician for your child, you are in a worse situation even. Um, so we say why that is, and we started to research, there are no applications or not website or anything that will offer to connect me to, to local doctors, uh, local doctors from the community. And that's the way we started. We started with a prototype. Uh, we started to recruit doctors, uh, mostly in Europe. Um, now you will ask why Europe, right? Um, we started in Europe because uh, in, uh, in, uh, at that time, it was 2018, um, was 1.4 billion travelers worldwide a year. Uh, but half of them, like 675 million, were traveling within Europe or yeah. people coming to Europe. Um, so we say, okay, let's start where we have uh, the majority of the travelers. And also there is the geographical uh, 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 connection. We are close to Europe. And um, we started with uh, Greece. We went to recruit doctors ourselves. We were by ourselves uh, with my partner. Um, we were going uh, for through recommendations. We have a, um, a, the director of one big hospital in Israel that was our advisor. And he actually trained us how to to connect to doctors, how to talk, how to check them, and, and so on. So, and we started to, to build a network uh, with personal connections with doctors in all the travelers, where the travelers go usually, the, tra the tourist locations, travelers' locations. Um, we've created a prototype. One of the insurance companies in our area 
wanted to work with us. They say, okay, someone called me. I don't want to tell them, uh, look, and we give you the reimbursement. Uh, usually uh, it's outpatient, so it's not so expensive uh, bill or ticket. So we, we they, they prefer to do it even cashless. So actually, and now I get to our solution, um, we have two types of customers. If you are coming by yourself, we just found us in Google, and you download the application or you go to your, our website, you will find all the doctors around you. And they, we will say, Rafi, these are the doctors around you. What do you need? Do you need a GP? Do you need a, a dentist? Do you need uh, orthopedic doctors? You will choose what speciality you need. We will show you around you. We we'll say, okay, um, if you are sitting in New York or you are sitting in Lima, Peru, these are the doctors around you, but we give you information. This doctor speaks uh, three languages. Maybe he speaks your language. If you are, you speak French, okay, there is a doctor that speaks French. Uh, we will tell you um, what is the distance from you, from where you are. We will tell you where the doctor study. Uh, we will show you the CV. Uh, we will show you pictures of the clinics or the, of the surrounding, and we will allow you to book an appointment. And the moment, so within 45 minutes, you can book an appointment with a doctor. Um, and then two things may happen. If you are coming, you're a B2C, what we call a B2C customer directly to us, you will pay through the application to the doctor after the visit. Uh, we pay the doctor and you get the uh, receipt, the invoice to be reimbursed. If you're coming through one of the insurance companies we go work or one of the travel agencies we work with, um, so in the case of the insurance, it's a cashless process. You don't pay, you don't, like, don't need to get a receipt, you don't need to deal with the bureaucracy of sending documentation and getting reimbursed. Nothing is transparent. You just go to the doctor and that's it. So people love the, the solution. People actually, uh, after we launched in 2018, um, the, the customer satisfaction was, uh, the NPS is how we measure, was very high. Yeah. And, and because, you know, it's, you are really in, in a situation where you, are, you have, uh, you know, you are very worried, you are very scared. Um, and having this, uh, the, the ability to find a doctor, to set an appointment, to go, not to taking care of payments or anything, um, is, is very reinforcing for the people. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a couple of questions now, now, now that you laid it out for us. So um, let's talk about the, the business model first, then we'll talk about the, the clinicians that you're, that you're partnering with and how it all works. So you've got two essentially pathways that a patient might find themselves. Let's say, you know, I booked through my travel agency. Is it like a rider in the, in the travel agency's agreement, maybe that they've got some kind of health benefit or something like that? Or um, like, how does that piece work? If somebody's booking like a, tra a trip, let's say to Italy or something like that, and they get sick. So usually uh, depending the travel agency, um, if it's a cruise or if, a, if it's a tour, organized tour, the, the people organize, the tour operators will know that if someone is sick, they tell the person, look, download this app or get in connection with this website and you can find a doctor. 
Uh, if you need a hospital, no, we don't deal with the hospitals okay. because actually <clears throat> exactly our our philosophy is that we want to provide you immediate help for minor things without without the need of going to yeah. a hospital, which usually makes the the experience uh, much more difficult. Yeah, and much less um, costly if you're avoiding the hospital, right? Okay, now you you got to the, exactly the point why the insurers wants wants to work with us because a now. Let's say that you are an insurer uh, and I don't know where to go. I go to the hospital. The hospital says, oh, Jenny, yeah, she has an insurer, insurer behind her. Let's leave her for the night in observation. Let's do a blood test and an MRI. So I am reading my vacation time yeah. being at the hospital for me and my family, maybe. Uh, and the insurance is paying thousands of dollars for something that could be resolved with me going to uh, a, a doctor, you know, in the community, a dermatologist giving me something and being back uh, in my hotel within a few hours. So the insurer's um, motivation to work with us is mainly that great customer experience, you don't need to pay and all what we've discussed before, but also the fact that they save a significant, significantly amount uh, of money yeah, and their costs go down. So together, you know, it's a win-win. The, the, yeah. <laughs> the customer is very happy, but they are also saving money, avoiding going to people going to hospital when it's not necessary. Yeah. And, and I'm assuming like, there's there's some places where health insurance even isn't a thing, right? There's universal health care that's all through the government programs, and that becomes hairy, right? If you're going from one one country to another and you find yourself sick or something like that, like is there? I guess so. The whole government payer for for healthcare thing is is obviously different to me because I'm I'm here in the United States and we are basically um, managed through third party payers, but there are uh, folks out there who's who are on government healthcare plans. And if they leave their country to go to a neighboring country, for example, and they get sick, is that hospital billing? Like, how does that whole process work? And I'm assuming your, your app helps obviously decrease that overall cost because if they're gonna go to a community care provider instead of a hospital, it's saving tons and tons of money. But that whole dynamic is just interesting to me. Okay, you, we usually, if we work with an insurer, uh -huh. Like we are signed with the uh, Allianz and, uh, and and Ergo and different big insurers worldwide. Then if we work with them, they have their assistance company. And if it needs to be escalated, uh, let's say that you uh, you are in US and you have, I don't know, Cigna or one of the big insurers uh -huh. in US, but you travel outside of US to Mexico or you travel to France. Uh, in that case, in that case, um, you don't know where to go. And the insurer will tell you, go to a doctor you find and uh, send us the, the invoice. Um, but in that case, you will need, a, in any case, a way to get to these doctors and uh, to, to get you know, the information. Um, so that, that is something that we provide. Um, also take into account that uh, the American system, the HMOs or the insurers you have locally, you have that also in Europe. In Europe, they have a, a, a European card that let's say uh, uh, fr French people can be treated in Italy, but only in public places, in, in places, in public hospitals or public clinics. 
which not always are the, the best for the person or what they are looking for. Sometimes you prefer to go to a private doctor, your insurance will cover you anyway. Now, I think your question was what happened if you don't have an insurance? Yes. Yeah. What happens if you're not covered by insurance? Like, you know, like, so I don't have health insurance. I have a health share or something like that. So I'm basically a cash pay patient for most yes, things. Yes, exactly. Right? But you, you will pay. If you don't have any insurance, you will need to pay by yourself. So it's just like but a fee it, that you pay the doctor it, and you call you it a day. You pay the doctor uh, through us. We, we have an arrangement with the doctor where we get a commission from the doctor because we okay. are bringing then the private customer. We exactly. are bringing, doing the marketing for them for free. We don't ask from the doctors to pay us a membership or anything. We tell the doctor, you know what? When we give, bring you a, a customer, then we take a, our commission from the transaction. And, and they are very happy about that because these are doctors that usually don't see private customers or travelers, you know? Yeah. So, so and in the case you need really a hospital, so, so we work with assistance companies and we escalate to them. We, you know, we, we tell you where the hospital is or, and we take care, we help you um, as well. But mostly if you have a, a health insurance in US, when you get back, you get reimbursed, mostly. Yeah. So you get like a super bill or some itemized statement. You, you that they get an invoice to from insurance. us. You know, invoice from us saying this is the treatment you got. This is the, the pricing, what you paid and everything you send to your insurer uh, back home and uh, an insurer mostly reimburse you depending which agreement you have. But it's 99% of the cases they are covering you outside US as well. Yeah. Okay, cool deal. Yeah, because that whole piece about like billing insurance companies from another country and all that, I'm sure gets super hairy. So it just cuts out the middleman. They pay, you give them a, an invoice, they submit that to their insurance company and they can sort that out when they get home, right? <laughs> and usually, you know, even if you are, I don't know, in Georgia and you and you travel to California and you're in San Francisco and you, let's say you need a dentist, Okay. So you have a problem to find a local doctor and setting the appointment yeah. at what, when are they open, uh, making phone calls. No, it's, it's a digital solution. Everything happened online. Everything happened through the application. You sent your request. The doctors may tell you instead of, the dentist may tell you instead of coming at 10, come at 10, 15, because it's better, whatever. Um, so everything happens online. And that's what the people today want. They don't want to deal with calling someone, ma making international calls or whatever. It's it's much easier that way. Yeah. Yeah. They want an immediate solution. So then how is there some sort of like qualifying system or quality rating system for clinicians that get in the network? Are there is there like a review mechanism in place or like how are you ensuring that the clinicians who are getting on board with Air Doctor? I mean, obviously, we we would trust that everybody is up to par, but let's just say there are there are some bad actors or people that just aren't good. Like, how do you how do you make sure that there's a a baseline level of quality of the clinicians that are involved with your with the organization? Yeah. Okay. So that uh, was a, a learning process for us. We yeah. learned over the time how to do it better and better. 
because at the beginning, what we had was very uh, instrumental. Like we check the, the, the uh, you know, the di- diplomas, we check the graduations, we check the um, everything. We also check in, in many, many countries, you can go through um, governmental uh, uh, sites where you like can check that the license, that yeah. the li- they have a valid license and so and so. But once we went through the first part, the checking that this is really a doctor, you know, there yeah. are some countries that... <laughs> It cannot can be questionable, but when once you went through that, you want to know if it's a good doctor, not yeah. only if it's a doctor. So uh, our customers review the doctors and they rate the doctors. Uh, they rate our service, but separately they rate the doctor, and we check the bills so we know if the doctor is uh, you know doing things that they are not need, not need to be there. We know if there is a complaint about the uh, a doctor our. We have a community of doctors department that will contact directly and will uh, handle dispute, will talk to the customer, will talk to the doctor. So it, we had cases that we removed doctors from the our database because we were not happy with how the doctor was conducting uh, uh, himself or herself with a, with a patient. So there is this combination of checking the for, formal checking of the doctor's recommendations you know, in, I, there are many websites where you can read the recommendations about doctors or other doctors recommending. The second part of it is that how do we get to the doctors? In yeah. each country, yeah. it's a little bit different. Now, um, after four years, we are in 74 countries oh, holy cow. around the world, where we have a network of doctors that we know them. Um and in each country, it's a little bit different. For instance, at, in Greece, when I did it myself to learn the process, uh, we went through uh, each doctor recommending another doctor because doctors will never recommend a bad doctor. You know, it's their their name in the stake. Um, in other countries, we went through the embassies, um, the American embassy, the Canadian embassy, the Israeli embassy, uh, they have recommended doctors in their website for the for the. So we started with those doctors because yeah. we know that someone else already checked them and they are good doctors. Um, in many cases, the embassies uh, themselves help us to contact the uh, doctors and and get to the community. And in certain countries like uh, UK or where else, uh, Italy, we had local people uh, recruiting the doctors from us, people coming from, from the healthcare business. Um, so it's it's various. So we, you have the recruitment of the doctors into the system. Every doctor is checked, validated in a different way. But then after the doctor is working with us, we track, we track the, the performance to see that really people are happy with them or or how the doctors behave. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like that's one of the big hurdles too. You'd have for, obviously you don't speak the language. You don't know what's going on. You're sick. You need to get better. And then it's like, wow, do we, do we even know if this doctor is a real doctor or if they're a good doctor or anything like that? So being, being able to get the quality control down is, is I'm sure is huge for, for patients. And it's depending in which country you are, because if you are, let's say in US, I will be more comfortable to go to a doctor, even if I don't know it. Don't, yeah. don't know. You know, frauds can be everywhere, but there are some countries you, you will feel a little bit more relaxed about that. But there are some other countries that you will be very, very worried about it. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Doctors have agreements for, uh, with the uh, with the hotels, with the receptionist or the concierge at the hotel, that they get a. a a commission from the hotel. They pay the commission to the hotel to get uh, referrals for uh, tourists, things like that. So, um, what we we did, we took all this out of the systems, and we are going like, you know, like Booking.com, Airbnb. You know, when you take an apartment, you you check the reviews, right? Yeah. Or or you check what other people said about this uh, this place, this hotel. Um, Today, the users are very, um, how I will say, uh, very intelligent, smart, and knowledgeable users on, on, on how to find if this is good for me or not, or this is a trustable website, a trustable place. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is exciting, interesting. So um, I guess where, if if somebody's, let's say they're, they're about to book their trip to Italy this coming summer, um, how do they find out about uh, you, your app is, I'm assuming it's on all the major, you know, Apple store, Google store, wherever you download apps from, right? And it's just a, a smartphone app that they can log into and it kind of takes them from there. Yes, it's a free application. We have that in Android. So in Google store, you have that in, uh, in uh, for iPhone in uh, Apple store, but you can also, we don't, you don't need to download the application. You just go to our web webpage you say book a doctor, you get into the same platform mobile for your phone. Um, you will see and do everything uh, online without even needing uh, to download the application. And um, so everybody can get to us. Uh, if you work with an insurer or if you have an insurance with someone that we work with, uh, your insurers will tell you. When you buy the insurance or when you get uh, to travel, the, your insurers will tell you. If you have a problem, they send you the link. Um, and so we recognize the customer. When you come through an insurer we work with, we know who you are. We will say, the moment you open the platform, we say, hi, Rafi, how are you doing? Because we already know who you are through the insurance. We have an API with the insurance company. So we have already, uh, we are integrated in the, uh, within their IT systems. Okay. So we, we can know if you have a, a valid uh, insurance policy, if there are other people insured with, uh, with you, if you have family and you're traveling with your wife and, and kids, they will be as part of your policy. We know what you're entitled to because, you know, um, different insurance have different conditions. Like you can uh, go three times. You can, uh, a dentist it only covers first aid until $500. Or other insurers will say, we don't cover a pregnancy or we don't cover pre-existing conditions. So all those things we developed, now we are talking about technology a little bit. We developed the technology that when we recognize who you are and from where are you coming, who is the business behind you? Um, we actually can offer to you what your insurer uh, wants you uh, uh, want you to see because it's what is covered. And if it's not covered, we will tell you. You can still use, but will not be covered by your insurers. So we develop a champ technology. We call it that. It's a, it's a smart way. It's like a Lego. We put all the each insurers can choose how they build their product. And, and uh, the customer will see what their own insurance supports. Yeah. So I guess like if I do have insurance company, I enter that into your platform and it kind of, you just tell me, this is what your insurance 
says you can go to, right? Yeah, we, we are going to show you exactly uh, what your insurer says. For instance, uh, you will see the platform like everybody else, uh -huh. um, but without pricing. You won't see the price for the doctor because your insurance is covered cover the pricing. Yeah, so you'll your see your copay amount or, or whatever it is. Exactly. If you have an excess or a, a copayment, you will see your amount and you will pay it. If you don't have it, uh, so you will see pricing. You will choose the best doctor for you regardless of uh, of the fees. Um, if you don't if you are not coming through an insurance you will you will see it. Now if, if your insurance cover, covers the first day dentist, you will see a pop-up saying you your insurance covers this and these treatments which are first day. okay so we are, we are just we customize the platform for for the business we are working with in that case. And, and it's completely customized. Yeah. That is an, an, another advantage for the insurance company because, for instance, they want you to do, um, you know, if you bought an insurance and you want to renew the insurance through the same platform, if you want uh, to, to send a claim for luggage, you, you lost your luggage, you do everything in one place and it's digital and it's, uh, it's online, so it makes the, the, the life for the customer easier. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So, um, I get, we're getting near the near the end here. So, if people want to find out more about Air Doctor, about your work, about finding a doctor near them, where can they go do that? So, the easiest way is to go to Air Doctor in two words uh, in your uh, Google Store, Apple Store, or in online. You write in the, your web website and get to the application. Uh, see what you need. You will see the list of insurance uh, we work with. So you can go through your insurance or you can go as a private customer and pay by yourself, um, both things. Um, and uh, actually, I think the nice thing from what we do is uh, that is for doctors of the community, you know, my dentist, my personal orthopedic doctor and so and so are in the platform. These people never work with uh, travelers. They are really good doctors from the community. Um, so you will find those and you will set the appointment um, and you go to the doctor. We have a customer support seven by 24, 365 days a, a year. And in any case, if something happened, we the customer support will help you immediately. We answer through less than a minute uh, in uh, in several languages. So we work with uh, you know uh, if you don't have a package and you don't have a phone, you can write to us, uh, chat, WhatsApp, many different ways. Uh, so you are you are never alone in the in the journey, which is for us the most important part of our business. The yeah. person knows that any problem, they always can contact us and we will find a medical solution, even if it's not through us. We will help the person if it's a, something important I forgot to tell you. During uh -huh. the COVID time, we, we realized that we need to add telemedicine because people don't want to go even to clinics, to doctors' clinics. They are yeah, afraid. Exactly. And we say, you look, we have all these uh, thousands of doctors around the world. So we offer our doctors, own doctors, say, do you want to do telemedicine? We will train you. We use an American vendor to train them. And now we offer telemedicine in 15 languages because we have doctors all around Everywhere, the world. Yeah. Seven by 24. 
Um, and, and actually this is great in the post-corona time where people sometimes don't want to go to a doctor or, and we did it also because if you are in a remote location, let's say that you went to Machu Picchu and now you went to the Amazon jungle in, you don't have a doctor there. So what yeah, do exactly. we do? And we, we have those situations. Uh, and so now we can tell you, okay, at least you have a, you can do telemedicine with a doctor in your own language. If, uh, if you need a prescription, we connect you to a doctor that is local so he can prescribe, um, you know, which is a big advantage because if you, if you do telemedicine with your doctor in US, but you are in, I don't know, uh, Argentine, he won't be able to give you a prescription that will be accepted there. Yeah. But we will connect you to a local doctor in English that can prescribe for you. Um, so our telemedicine today, uh, a side note, we use it with Ukrainian people. We offer for free to Ukrainian pe people that they, they are in Ukraine or refugees. Uh, we created this project. We realized that many people cannot go, go out of their houses to go to the doctor and they are really under a heavy stress situation. So we offer a free telemedicine for Ukrainian people with doctors, some of them even volunteer. And, uh, and we have an insurance company that is covering the medicine. So we offer also the medicines oh, wow, for free. Awesome. Yeah, and, and that's something, you know, is we are doing this because it was a need, because it's a business, uh, but we are helping people uh, when the persons are under very stressful situation. Yeah, and and we feel good about what we are doing. It's it's not just doing something that we are doing to make money. Um, we know for for sure uh, that we are helping people under stress situation, which I think is very it's it's, it's a big part of uh, how do we feel within the company itself. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm I'm a big fan of saying that healthcare is we get into healthcare primarily because it's a vocation or it's a calling. And then we just figure out how to, how to make it work on the back end. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and my philosophy of management is, um, you know, kind of uh, lean management. I, I, I am in the game by in the place where the things happen. Many times I sit in the customer support and I answer myself to calls. Um, and I learn what happened on the other side. When someone is sick, believe me, Rafi, you really feel bad. You really feel um, resourceful um, and you need help and you need someone to tell you we'll be okay. We will find the doctor for you. Don't worry. Uh, give me a minute. Um, you know, that simple thing is so reinsured and gives so much reinsurance to the person. Um, so it's a good feeling, bottom line, that you can help. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, we'll get all of the links to the show notes and all that to Air Doctor and the and the app and all of that. If there's just one or two things you would want a listener to walk away with from the episode, what would they be? Um, is that you are not alone when you are traveling. Don't worry. Don't worry. You you don't. You are not alone. We are with you. You know, when you travel, you look, you have your passport, you have your medicines, you have everything you need, make sure you have a doctor in your phone. And then if something happened to you, we hope not, but if something happened to you, you are not alone. It's online, it's digital, but it's a 
24 by 7 people helping you if you need something. So I think it's a very good feeling and we are happy to, to be there with you. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Jenny. You're welcome, Rafi. It was a pleasure talking to you. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jenny about Air Doctor and using technology and apps to connect travelers across the globe to local clinicians. Again, I think the idea of it, and she said this at the beginning, like it seems like such an intuitive idea, right? We use Uber to get a ride from the airport. I know I you know, travel every now and then, and when I do that, I'm jumping on Uber. I'm not getting on a, you know, I'm not looking in the yellow pages for a taxi company to call and pick me up. We use our phones for everything. If I look for, if I want to find a place to eat, I'm using my cell phone. I'm, you know, Googling it. There's an app for that, right? So it only makes sense. Like, why wouldn't we use that technology or leverage that technology to increase access to care? And it really can be, depending on where you're traveling and the language spoken, it can be very overwhelming sometimes if you're in a situation that you don't know the way out of <laughs> and you also don't speak the language. Um, I have not traveled all that extensively into areas of the world where I don't speak a language, but um, I'm my father's from Costa Rica. Um, I speak Spanish, at least enough Spanish to keep myself out of trouble, <laughs> right? And um, so this is probably you know 10 years ago when, when, when my wife and I got married, we went down to Costa Rica for our honeymoon, landed there in Costa Rica and um, we were going to catch a, a ride to the, to the hotel and then to the resort and all that. And I remember my wife feeling very out of her element and uncomfortable because she didn't speak the language and she didn't know what was going on. And, you know, I, I was just talking with folks in and out of the, out of the airport, talked to somebody on the, on the sidewalk, got myself hooked up with a, um, with a taxi driver and we kind of got in and, and went to the hotel and we didn't get murdered. It was fine. But my wife was freaking out the whole time because she really didn't know what was going on. And at one point in time, she said, I remember having this conversation with her. She said, man, what would happen if you weren't here and I got sick or, you know, there was an accident or something like that? Like, I've, I feel totally out of my element and totally helpless. And imagine that feeling. And then on top of that, and not just being something like, as you, you lost your wallet or your passport, which would be a huge deal, but like someone's life is on the line, potentially it's a medical emergency and you're going into an area where you don't, some people don't even have the, the medical education. Maybe they're a lawyer, an accountant or something like that. They're very smart, but they don't have any medical background. And then on top of that, they don't speak the language. Like that can be super, super scary and, uh, and put you in a position where you really feel helpless. Right? So having some kind of tool like this, like air doctor that can connect you to hopefully a clinician that speaks your language, but then also a clinician that you know has been vetted and that is a legitimate doctor, um, depending on some places, especially, you know, traveling in, in Latin and, and Central America, like I have, there are times there are times where it's kind of questionable whether or not this is a legitimate doctor's office or this is just somebody hanging up a, a shingle, right? So the fact that this company has gone through the, the background and the credentialing, so to speak, like they've made sure that these are legitimate clinicians, they're, they're legitimate doctors that have graduated from medical university and they practice and they treat patients and they're not you know, swindling anybody, takes away a lot of that apprehension that you might feel or that you might have about going to, into that situation, going to that clinic, right? So I think it's super, super cool. I love seeing 
applications of technology that we already use in other parts of the of our lives, like Uber or something like that, being used for um, to increase access to care, decreasing the barrier to care, and ultimately decreasing the cost, right? Because if you go to a private clinic somewhere, you're going to save a whole lot more money or you're going to spend less than you would if you had gone to the hospital, maybe for something like a head cold or, you know, maybe it's a, a GI issue, which isn't something that necessarily you need to spend the, the night in the hospital for, but depending on, on where you're at in the location um, and the language being spoken, and, and like Jenny said, depending on your insurance, they might go ahead and admit you and observe you and all that kind of stuff. And um, so anyways, it seems like a pretty, pretty cool concept. Next time I travel, I'm going to download the app and see if I can't, uh, put it to, put it to a test. So that's all we've got this week, folks. Um, if you like the show, uh, head on over to, uh, iTunes, leave us a rating and review. It helps people find the show. Um, if you wanted to subscribe to the email newsletter, get a copy of the, of the show notes and all that into your inbox. Um, you can head on over to www.rehabupracticesolutions.com. You can click the insights tab and then the podcast um, box and we'll send you a, an episode. We'll send you the, the show notes whenever we drop an episode. We do that usually every other week on Wednesdays. Sometimes there'll be a bonus interview. We haven't done any of those in a while because I've been wrapping up this book for the last year. So hoping to do a whole lot more of those in the coming year. Um, and that's basically it for this week. So until the next time, folks, be safe, be healthy. I will talk to you then. Thanks for listening to the Better Outcome Show, where we explore the possibilities of a new healthcare. Our hope is that you walk away from each episode informed, equipped, and empowered to push the boundaries in your own practice or business. We want to give you the tools to help you build strong, long-lasting relationships with your patients and clients, helping meet their goals, improve their health, and achieve better outcomes. Learn more at www.rehabupracticesolutions.com. We'll catch you on the next episode.